Well, got you good guess one of them is about to blow up. Well, today we don't have any guest. Oh yeah, when's uh That's that's well, like so this is something we should talk about. Should we give him a twofer? Nah, nah. Do you think we should give him a Friday Saturday special? Damn, same week, eh? Twofer special for the people. Who for like the people. To I don't got no snare on my headphones for real. You don't have okay. You don't have yourself. Check, check. There you go. Actually, I do have snare on my headphones. Yeah, you good in your headphones now? Oh, I didn't turn off the fucking thing. One sec. We got the air conditioner right on the back Oh, I had some Oreos, but they're not very good anyway. Vanilla caramel Oreo. Yeah. You ever have those? Vanilla caramel. I don't know. I don't think so. I brought them from Portugal. I'll bring them next week for the for, as our thing. I have some at home. I got some snacks here too. I know. I saw that you made a run recently, bro. I'm just getting into turtle shit. Movie came out this week. <laughs> you know what it is? Snacks. This guy has Ninja Turtle fucking candy that came that, out this week. By the way, that's that's Canadian. No. Yeah, man. Those are Canadian. Those are Canadian snacks. It's about time. You know, I think that. They've started to figure it out, these snack companies. Yeah, they're like, hey, Canadians kind of like our cool fucking stuff. Well, like, these companies exist in Canada. They just, for whatever reason, have decided not to give us some of the products they give people south of the border. And now, (laughs) like, I was in the the store the other day, and there's, like, uh, Dr. Pepper Cream Soda in Canada. Prime Energy, this is actually a good place to start. So you know how we've been drinking these Prime Energy drinks? They're about to get banned. They were banned. They are, eh? Well, there's controversy here, Reitz. Let's talk about it. That's what we're here for. You want to hit the theme song first? Should we get into the theme song? We haven't done it in weeks. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Ah! Here we go. The snack's alive. The snack's alive. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow and now you know about the, the snacks alive. The, the snacks alive. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Reed is back this week with the Snack Man. Our guest this week is the Grateful Dead, the country of Portugal and Azores, and marijuana. There's so much more. Thank you to Canamatch.ca. Shout out Glenn. We're going to see him in a couple weeks. Hey, he's fighting someone. No, I don't know. Wouldn't that be? Glenn should fight someone. He should fight the bear that he lost his fingers to. Get his fingers back like the Happy Gilmore alligator. I was like, are we going to Happy Gilmore Glenn, dude? Oh, my God. That'd be too funny. Maybe I should dress up in a bear costume and fight, Damn, and, and fight, and fight Glenn. So we were talking about Prime Energy Drink. The big news in Canada is, is that uh, Health Canada issued a recall, Mike. Damn, bro. I'm not surprised. You and I tried those fucking drinks. That and Mr. Beast is on recall. Damn, and you and I have had both of those. Mr. Beast Burger is getting, like... Hella hate on the internet, <laughs> and I'd just like to say that we were both on the front side of that. Yes, right. We were we, we were on the front <laughs> lines of the Mr. Beast Burger hate. We tried it, and I'm not gonna lie, the burger was just okay. That was the thing. And when you get Mr. when you get Mr. Beast shit, you're like, it's gonna be better than okay. <coughs> and then the aftermath was like like a really bad Chinese food place or something, <laughs> like. It was day. It was a day long struggle 
from that point forward. I'm not even going to lie, man. Our farts were so bad from those Mr. Beast burgers. That should be in whatever lawsuit is currently happening right now. (laughs) Did Mr. Beast affect your stomach in a negative way? It could be years. You don't know how long that sticks around for. True story. I believe that there is a filet fish still stuck in my stomach from the days of my drug use. So I used to do a lot of coke. I used to love doing coke. And I did some coke once. And if you do coke, you know that it like dries out your innards and it makes you shit yourself, diarrhea, all kinds of weird shit happens when you start pumping. The coke. cut and the coke does, yeah. Yeah, the cut, you know the, what I'm saying? The cut and the coke does, yeah. So I'm over there sniffing cut coke, you know, old school reach shit. <laughs> and uh, I was pretty sure I had shit out everything that I had ate for two, three years. So I was really hungry and I went and I ate a filet, a double filet fish extra tartar sauce. <sighs> whacked out of my mind at like fucking four in the morning, right before they sweat. It was so old and rotted. Like Queen and Spadina or? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this, this actually happened in Newfoundland, all right? Well, I mean, if you're going to eat a filet of fish It's going to be in Newfoundland. And why do I eat filet of fishes in Newfoundland? A friend of mine told me once that they booked Ghostface Killer to do George Street Fest. And after the festival, he wanted to go to McDonald's to eat. And he ate, get this, everybody. Four double filet fishes with extra tartar sauce. So I told myself, I go, you know what? <laughs> when in Rome? <laughs> if it's good enough for Ghostface, it's good enough for Reese. Wow. All right, so I'm smoking some random weed here, or can we give uh, Homie a shout-out? You can give him a shout-out. I'm not going to give his real name a shout-out, but I used to call it Upforic until somebody told me it was Euphoric. Euphoric. Euphoric so, is one of the samples that's on the, on the table today. And this guy always has dank. True story about uh, Euphoric. I messaged this guy once at 10 o'clock at night for hash, and within half an hour, I was at his house smoking hash. This guy does not fuck around. You got it. You need a good plug like that. And I would never call this man a plug in, in an offensive sense. He is a plug in a good sense. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've spent enough time with that, that gentleman. I've taken him places. <laughs> that says a lot. If I take somebody somewhere with me. I just want to note that you wanted to take me on that road trip where you almost died. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I if I extend an opportunity to, like, go backstage and meet someone or something, then, you know, there's only certain people that get that privilege. All right, wait. Back, so, back to this prime. <laughs> so, Health Canada issued a recall on any energy drink. They were calling them illicitly imported energy drinks. That's a sick name. That sounds insane. It made me feel, it made me feel dirty again, Reitz. We were drinking when you was just in your mother's Like I'm a moonshine shirt. smuggler. This guy's smuggling prime, eh? We just got that at the convenience store. Thing. So they they issued a recall on <coughs> prime energy drink, rice energy drink, ghost energy drink. Rice sucks. I don't think G-Fuel. I've ever had it here in Canada, but rice sucks. There's a Kool-Aid rise and a Sunny D rise out right now. Is rice the 99 cent energy drink? No, we tried that. That was rip it. That was ripping. Rip it. Sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. No I disrespect up. No to rise. Dis- no disrespect to rise. <laughs> so uh. they issued a recall because they contain an obscene amount of caffeine, and they're kind of marketed towards kids. Anybody who doesn't say that Prime isn't marketed towards kids is losing their fucking mind. They've lo- yeah, they, they're gone way of off the deep end. Lo- Logan Paul being like, yeah, I'm fucking whacked and I got a million followers. Drink this fucking drink. So they released a, a recall, and Prime was like, headline first thing prime and then it was like all the other things and and logan paul released a statement saying like listen prime energy is not in canada i have nothing to do with prime energy being in canada yeah at that moment in time two weeks ago correct statement was logan paul's company 
already contractually obligated to provide Prime to the Canadian market? I would say yes. Considering on my way home from work today, I stopped at Circle K, who has the exclusive rights to Prime Energy in Canada. they do, because that's the only place I see them. You're right, gas station-y, convenience store type thing. So me being the sleuth I am, and of course, you know my legal battles right now with the French French writing. These, uh, These cans of Prime that are in Circle K are Canadian domestic product. They have French nutrition. Yeah. Embedded into the can. Yep, so it's not something like... This is not imported illicitly. Canada. This is made for Circle K exclusive in Canada. So I picked it up. (coughs) Knowing that just two weeks ago, maybe even less, they issued a recall on all of these energy drinks. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the fuck is Circle K doing this? Well, Reitz, you pick up the Prime Energy in Canada. Again, Logan Paul, I have nothing to do with Prime Energy being in Canada. Bullshit. The Prime Energy in Canada has 140 milligrams of caffeine in it. So it's almost half. Uh, it's about two-thirds, I guess you could two-thirds? say. Two-thirds? Okay, yeah, because it's 220 in the other one or something? 200. 200 flat? Flat. Oh, I thought it was 220 for some reason. Yeah, so, and it's 130, so it's like, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, or, sorry, one, 140, uh, so it's 60%, or 60 milligrams less, but that brings it under the threshold of the legal Canadian That market. Canada banned. Now, Damn. are you going to fucking tell me that two weeks ago... Logan Paul, like, come on, guys. Let's talk about how this shit works. Those cans were not produced in the last two weeks. <laughs> Those cans were produced six fucking months ago, man. Minimum. What Logan Paul just did and what, they, what, what just happened is, is these companies effectively wiped out all of the third-party people in Canada selling their product to give the exclusive rights to Circle K with something that's technically inferior. Wow. And also, also... Another fucking fun fact, Mike. They are now labeled nutrition supplement. What in Dick's name? Because then you could probably pump more shit into that. Do you recall in the like mid-2000s when like GNC was basically selling methamphetamine to people as nutrition supplements? Dude, okay, so I have a story about that. We're talking about pre-workout, right? Yeah, like ephedrine. Okay, so a friend of mine... Sorry, yeah. A friend of mine... I was about to name him, but I'm like, he listens to this. <laughs> you're a gym rat, and you know, I call you gym rat to your ass all the time, fucking idiot. And you're probably listening to this. Oh, wait, you, you called him out once. <laughs> I think you already called him out once. And, okay. Uh, so he's been a GNC or whatever that <laughs> fucking, you know, those, those that, that. I don't even know if that, it's something it's like GNC that. GNC or G something. Yeah, GCN or something like that. They you probably know had to rebrand four times because yeah. of legalities, but. Those dudes. Yeah. He used to take pre-workout in the morning. Like a coffee, bro. Jacked. Bro, this guy would, we would be at the cottage. He would come out and be like, let's go swimming, boys. You're like, bro, it's nine in the fucking morning. Get a hold of yourself. We're smoking blunts and eating eggs. Like, <laughs> Thinking it eggs. This guy's like, come on, let's go. I'm ready. You're like, dude, nobody is jacked at you because nobody just fucking hoofed meth in liquid form with protein. You would have been safer with steroids. Dude, this, this guy point. drank it in the morning. He drank pre-workout before he even worked out. Like it wasn't even in, like it wasn't working out in the next hour or something who's gonna go to the beach <laughs> <laughs> they they had to, they banned that shit ephedrine because that's what you cook down to make meth it's in the name 
pseudo uh, methane. Yeah. It's like methane. You're yeah. like methane. Anything with a thin in it, I'll stick the fuck away, dude. So, like, any kid could just walk into Circle <laughs> K and buy a, a grip full of these energy drinks. I don't know if we've really solved the problem, but kudos to Logan Paul for, A, having a poker face like none other when you're bullshitting everybody on the internet, and, B, for figuring out the loophole ahead. I don't know who gave him his information, but he let's be realistic. Great, he has they, great legal teams. That oh, dude. They were already all, like, they had to be six months ahead of that. Right? Like, in they're reality. Gonna, they're going to come out. They're going to try to ban this. It's good for publicity, but we'll already be ahead of the game. And they will already be within legal, legal Canadian. I, I think it's crazy that America I think that, allows I think 220 or two whatever hundred. America doesn't give a fuck, bro. No. Half the people are on meth. I'm going to tell you something, man. America is so cool when you're down there. And then it's also one of those countries where you can't wait to get the fuck out. It's like a nice place it. to visit. It's the one of the best places to visit. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. They're like, ah, oh, would you want to live in America? I'm like, it's a nice place to visit. Yeah, man. Like being Canadian, you realize how <clears throat> sweet Canada is. Like it's just so nice and quiet. You know? It's so funny because the American arrogance of politics is coming to Canada. But you think that and then you go to America and you're like, no, Canada's still great. It's still very it's still fucking... this tiny little, like, uh, you know, this little tiny minority that's like, it's still a very small country, too. Did you, did you see the post I made the other day where Buddy messaged me and his brother-in-law is in the Yukon? He's in one of these camps up in the Yukon, right? Damn, dude. And the cook is talking about how he wanted to get a snack food or a spice and, you know, he was having trouble getting it. And he's like, hey, my brother-in-law knows this guy. And he goes to the States and he gets this stuff. And he's got a website. And some other guy, Mike, in the mess hall pipes up into the conversation and is like, hey, is that that Rare Snacks Toronto guy? Man, I see him online. He's smoking weed all the time. Yeah. In the fucking Yukon, bro. Yeah, but think about that. Those guys... Those guys love imported snacks because... Shout out the fucking guys in the camps, man. If you're already going to pay five bucks for a Mars bar at the convenience store, you might as well get some sick one from the States. That's like Mars triple caramel fucking... Right? You know? You're paying 15 bucks for a box of Cheerios anyway. Might as well get some dank ones. One of the best one-off candies I ever had in Canada was caramel maple. Yeah, you talked about this. Did I talk about this already? You, you put it on goat status. Beyond goat status. The yeah. best chocolate bar in the history of chocolate bars is caramel maple well hey come on uh what is that mondell's who do, who owns that yeah fuck. yeah man they need to bring that back out mike reed is making a personal plea mondell's bro mondell's owns everything i think so they mars own. company no yeah mars mars caramel must be caramel must be oh no it's not cadbury because cadbury always has that thing on the top cadbury caramel no but yeah yeah you're right i anyway. think you're right yeah, i think you're right Cadbury caramel. Uh, i think it's caramel cadbury i should know this cadbury uh, always has the purple on top the truth is, is that they're they're probably all owned by the same Montelez. We all find yeah. out that they're all owned by Montelez. You're like, we've been arguing over that. You ever you ever pick something random up that you don't think is owned by Montelez, and it is? Oh, oh yeah, dude. Have you ever picked up dog food and it's owned by the Mars <laughs> Company? Like, You're like, wait a second, motherfuckers making Snickers. I'm trying Snickers? to think of the weirdest thing I ever picked up that was made by the Mars Company. Fruit juice in Portugal. That was pretty cool. But Mars is big over there. Another one that's really weird is like. Uh, Yamaha or Hitachi? Yeah, Hitachi, bro. You're like, what? These motherfuckers is making cranes. And I'm trying to think of uh, Hitachi is the funniest company because they can make like a little radio for your garage or a giant crane or a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> who, who who's in that engineering room? Like, hey, you know what else we can make with these little motors that we put in other things? It is Cadbury. Caramel. It is Cadbury. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've never noticed the Cadbury logo on it. The Cadbury secret. Oh yeah, I should have fucking picked that up. Yeah, Car Caramel Secret. The Caramel Secret. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not yeah. Caramel Secret. I was ready though. 
So that was one thing that happened uh, when we you were away. You were in Portugal. <laughs> I was in Portugal smoking on that night. And actually, I on that note, if you want to talk about it, we had a phone call while you were away. Um, Who here. the fuck's calling while I'm away? Somebody was calling when you were away, and uh, well, we might as well get to it. Hey guys, Jason from Ottawa. Uh, just question, um, Mike. I need, um, need some details on how you brought the vape pen uh, to Portugal. Love the show. This Love is a type guy. of podcast. First of all, Jason is in his garage smoking a blunt right now. And listening to the podcast, yes. and being like, I, I gotta know how he did it. This is the type of podcast where you call in looking for drug smuggling advice. Apparently. Yeah, I know. This is the second or third time we've we've had we had a former sm- drug smuggler on the show. That is also true. Award winning. I'm award winning, like highly coveted. Um, I I would say that that's a fair thing for someone to ask us. I got a I got a I got a response. Okay, so marijuana is legal in uh, Portugal. CBD carts are legal in Portugal. All drugs are legal in Portugal. Correct. All lug- drugs are legal in the sense that decriminalized. you will not, decriminalized. So you will not go to jail. You get a ticket. You go to rehab if they catch you like two three times. You right. get a possession they try to ticket. help you. They, they, they just don't want you to fucking go to jail. It makes it worse. Right. They realize that. You know, you put these guys in jail, they come out. They're 10 times worse than they were when, they, when we put them in. But if we give them rehab or help, they come out better. How many people do you know that have gone to jail that call it school? Where they, like, they, learn, I, I new cri- they about, learn new crimes. I know about two, three people who have been to jail, like real like <laughs> prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of them really hated it because he was a good dude. He didn't deserve to go in, and he got ratted out unfairly. And uh, just didn't have money for a good lawyer. So that he, sucks. he had to go do the time. Yeah. And uh, another guy that I, I know went to jail deserved it. He stabbed somebody, beat him up, left him to die outside of fucking El... Uh, El, El, El no, the other uh, gay one on uh, College Street. Oh, Zippers. El, Con- El Convento Rico <laughs> or whatever the fuck. You know, and it was like, bro, you know, you can't be beating up and killing people. And, uh, Not in that area, man. You get hit, caught with a hate crime. He wasn't a gay dude or anything like that, but it was like... It was okay. after a club, like, bro, you just don't stab nobody, you fucking <coughs> Yeah, what do you need to stab someone for? I'm going to tell you what that is. It's a self-defense thing because you think you're dying or something like that. In reality, it's just a fist fight, and you just got to get it over with and get the fuck out of there. I never stabbed someone on the edge of the roller coaster at Wonderland, and I thought for sure I was going to die. I, I never I never stabbed nobody. I, I've never even carried a knife. I've never been one of those guys. That's the weird thing about a knife. Also, if you carry a knife in Canada... The, the law is so ambiguous that you if you carry a knife in Canada and your purpose of carrying the knife is self-defense, then you've already broken a law. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You can't carry a knife f- for the You have purpose. to have a purpose. for like you, you can't be like, oh, I have this camping knife in your downtown Toronto. Yeah, you're like, why do you have a camping knife in Toronto? Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But legally, you can have a camping knife if you're camping. If you're camping. Yeah, you have to have a purpose. You have to have a purpose. So again, like if you stab someone with a knife, you can't just be like, "Oh, I stabbed him in self-defense." <laughs> Why did you have the knife? You left your house with a knife. That's where they get you in Canada. That's the that's the jib on that yeah. one. Anyway, so he learned a lot when he was in there. He enjoyed it. Oh, knifey! So he is the type of person that went in and came out harder, but a better person. Came out like I don't take shit. But I've also seen how hard life is, and so I appreciate I don't don't the make me go back there. I don't want to go back, but I did learn a lot while I was in there. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you're like, damn, bro, you are a better person now. You do appreciate life for what it is. Like he used to say, like Saturday night, bro, you in the fucking town over there waiting, bro, and you're just like, this is it, nothing's gonna happen. No music, ain't no weed coming out. Yeah, 
This is it. Yeah, Saturday that's night. it. And he's like, and you're like, I got fucking seven months of this shit. By the way, he only did seven months uh, for stabbing someone. Because the guy didn't die. Did not die. He only, out of the seven months, so I think he got, I think originally he got a year with good behavior, got out of seven. Well, you only I, do, you only do like a certain amount of your time anyway. And while you're waiting for court. Dead time double. Crazy. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Did not know that if you wait two years for court. Four years off your time. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so dead I, time. So I, that's what I think. I think originally he got ten years for attempted murder. <clears throat> oh, not ten years. Ten months for which is but which. I, I, by the way, <laughs> it's still crazy. You don't get a year for attempted murder, but Canada is lenient, and I'll give you that, bro. We definitely are very lenient in our sentences. In hey, this country, seven bro. months change this guy though. He'll never commit a crime again. So you know what? In fairness, the judge probably had that one right. There. He, he he knew it. He was like, "This guy's an idiot." That's the right amount of time. In. Yeah, because you give the guy a year, he gets four months off, and he only ended up doing seven. So they gave him an extra what, a couple weeks off on the house. Usually, that's what it is. Like, if you're doing good and you're getting near your thing, and I guess they're getting letting some dudes out. And Canada is okay with letting people out. In America, it's money, right? American prison privatized. You yeah, that you're like you're 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 a check to them. So they're trying to keep people there. That's why they have mandatory minimums and shit, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure if the guards are like, dude, this guy is not a harm. He's a little puss. He fucking, he's been crying for the last three months. Get him the fuck out of here. That's a real story, by the way. A friend of mine who went to jail for stabbing someone outside El Rico told me a story about how he cried, cried and cried in the last few months because he was missing his fam. And I said, don't be stabbing people, you fucking idiot. <laughs> McKnifey? Little knives. Knife. Little, little knife. Damn, dude. Yeah, hey, I would cry too. I'm only talking shit right now because it's funny, and I know that he, he might he might not be listening to this, but I'll tell him to listen because we're talking about him. Straight the fuck up. You're a G. I love you, but you shouldn't have stabbed that guy. I think that goes without saying. <laughs> right? Seven months was more than enough. We were, we were also missing him in the hood by five. You ever go? I don't know if you ever had a friend in prison, but you get to go meet him. Oh, dude, I've only ever put myself like so. I'm like a very private dude, Mike, and I would. It, uh, you know, I wouldn't put my name down to go visit someone. I've only visited one person in jail. Man, it's not a kennel. What's that thing called when you bring them something and they can have it? It's not like canteen. A, canteen. Canteen. Bring some. Yeah. Bring your homie some shit for the canteen. You gotta throw some money in so they can buy some shit. You yeah, gotta make yeah. sure they're right. Yeah, yeah. some smokes. That was you can huge. only put money on canteen at the the super jail like certain days and certain times that's and right and you can't but you can't put more than two packs of smokes did you know that they there's yeah there's maximums i think an individual can only put like a hundred bucks in a canteen yeah. or something like that. it's sure. and you know what it is it's to stop them from becoming kingpins if they're rich yeah. outside of jail yeah 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 well it's people stack it up bro if you have canteen you're good yeah. bro so you can only give two i can't remember the money i think you're right i think it's no more than a hundred dollars might even actually be less than that yeah. but uh two packs of smokes we uh we can't smoke in prison anymore you can't smoke at all, huh? So no. How do you... Well, they can't even smoke outside, huh? Nope. Uh, so this would have been 2007. So that's how short of time it's been. I mean, they smoke in prison. But they ain't allowed to smoke in prison. No. So, you, so nowadays, you probably can't even drop cigarettes off at a canteen. No, 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 no. No, they're bailing tobacco and rolling. There's no there's no smokes in prison. So what can you... If, I would love for our listeners to message us. If you have a friend in jail, what can you drop off in a modern canteen? I'm pretty sure, it's, I'm pretty sure you can only give money now. They have to buy everything. No the snacks, system. no nothing. All the snacks come through. They have to buy it. There's a list. They, they buy their chips, buy everything. Like, it's just and money. And you can only give them 100 bucks? What kind of shit is that? <coughs> I mean, a week? 100 bucks a week in jail go a long way. Yeah, you get those noodle soups and shit. You know what I mean? You talk and talk about it, man. You be taking popcorn, putting flavoring on it, making it last. You know what I mean. One of my favorite follows. He's out of jail now, but used to be the guy. 
is this is it bussin or bussin bussin is it bustin is it bussin yeah you know what i'm talking about and he would do little jail like videos of him and the homies cooking up shit in jail using like electrical cords with like no the but that's hilarious off. yeah because that's how you boil water right you get an electrical cord you cut the top off and then you just put the head thing in the yeah, charge he, boils the water yeah, yeah, yeah so you know he's just he tried not to shit. electrocute yourself in the process well, so. That's why you in jail, bro. You crafted. <laughs> Everything's MacGyver. We, we have more to talk about, though. You caught the last Grateful Dead show ever, and they fucking did a drone show. Bro. A bro-drone <laughs> show, yo. So I paced myself like a good a good person does, Mike, the and first night. Paced, you mean three nights in San Francisco to watch the Deadhead. Well, to watch the Grateful Dead with a bunch of other Deadheads. Yeah, so first night, I uh, I paced myself. Uh, smoked, you know, a little bit of weed, took some shrooms, nothing too crazy. Second night, more shrooms, ate about a quarter, little weed. You ate a quarter at a live event, huh? Oh, yeah. I can you know, never was, eat a quarter Did you get that reference? No. Oh, yeah. No. Is it Russell Oliver? Oh, it was Russell Oliver. I, did, I thought it was a Grateful Dead reference. Yeah. Apologies. I would have definitely, if we were just <laughs> thinking in general, I would have been like, oh, yeah. Uh, only one Saturday idea. night was super fucking weird because the show ended early and we we're all just kind of standing there. No, it ended at like 10.30, 10.45. Like we were all looking at our watches like, okay, there's still more. But they started early on Saturday or on Sunday, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. So Saturday the show ends early. Usually there's like a second set or third set. They did the second set. They did the drums. They did that. And they played a song that it was Ripple, I believe, they ended on. So it was an ending song. But when you looked at your watch, and, you know, most venues in North America are like a hard 11 curfew. Right? Hard 11. It was like 1035. Yeah, you're like, you guys got a half hour, dick. Yeah, and we were all just kind of standing there. And all of a sudden, then the house lights came on and like. That's that's like a cockroach is scattering when the house lights come on the at the dead show. Show is over. So uh, I went and I checked out on Saturday night uh, and fr Friday night. No, on Saturday night, uh, I went and checked out Sam Grisman project. Who's that? Uh, Good band. Yeah, man, folky dog music, blues grass, acoustic. Uh, we could we could play some if you want, man. It's it's, it's you might you might. Yeah, you, you just gave me a good description. I probably got a good idea. Um, now we're so I went to a place weird. called. Nah, eh, you know, uh, it is what it is. I went to a place called uh, the Great American Music Hall. Been there. Have you? No, no matter what you said, you were gonna say. I was yeah. gonna say been there. I had it lined up, and I'm like, no matter what snacks is he. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. Um, and I saw the Sam Grisman project, and Mike, it went till 3 a.m. West Coast time. Wow. <laughs> you mean 8 a.m. your time, dude? I'm way too old to be running on empty and fucking at 3 a.m. I walked myself back through the hard spot of San Francisco to my hostel. I stayed at a place called the Music City Hotel in uh, it, for the first time ever in like a hostel situation where there was like six pods in a room. I love the pods, baby. Yeah, snuck into the pod. And then Saturday night, I was like. This is my time to shine. I'm going all in. And, Mike, this was the security protocol. Right. The security protocol at Oracle Field for these shows was if you can walk through the metal detector. You're good. You're good. 
Nothing else. Not a pat down, not a sniff test, not a, hey, buddy, what's your middle name? Nope. The guy came out at the beginning, and he goes, I'm only going to say this one time. And I'm just sitting there, like, waiting, because he had, like, this hard security guard, like, I'm here to fuck your buzz up, bro. And he's like, there's no metal cans in the building. If you have a metal can, chug it now or ditch it. Metal cans. Metal cans, Mike. So I had my poncho, and I had opened up the kangaroo pouch thing. I don't know how you say the name of that jacket. Arondack or some shit. And uh, I just filled it up. So I had, like, mushrooms. I had acid. I had, like, a half an ounce of weed. Like, two packs of backwoods. Man, my it, grinder. This guy is Scarlet Begonia. The final dead show was a quarter of mushrooms, two hits of acid, a hit of MDMA, like a tab of ecstasy, old school ecstasy. No way. And we were doing K in the aisle, out in the open. Just, it was everywhere. I was just like, you want mushrooms, man? You want mushrooms? You want mushrooms? Everybody. We, we weren't even earning our tickets. I was just in the aisle in the 100 level, just chilling. Okay. Insanity. I don't Ins even know what to say. You and your boys and your deadhead crews... What are you guys going to do now? You guys fishers? <sighs> Don't join fish. We hope there's... No, I'm not going to do fish. Dude, fish is just a little too weird for me. Fish is whack, bro. Billy Strings. Run, 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 run. Get the fuck out. Yeah, the vacuums and stuff. It's a little too weird for me. Uh, Billy Strings is, is picking up a lot of steam. <laughs> Who the hell's Billy Strings? Oh, man. Okay, first of all, let's get into this. We'll do some little music. Yeah, let's do the Alan Parsons project. But here's, here, this is Sam Grisman project. They're doing Sycamore Hill. And uh, this, is, uh, this is the kind of groovy shit that I got into, man. So hopefully you guys dig it too. Uh, Shout out Sam Grisman, man. He was very nice to me. Very, very nice guy. His girlfriend, Rachel. Nice people. Hello, Rachel. Well, the coffee is cold and the split half smoked on the edge of the ledge from a bedtime toke. I was reaching for rhyme and couldn't quite make the kill. This is awesome. Is this not so fucking awesome? Who said that? Wait, that was me. There's no limit to what your mind can be when you're living on Sycamore Hill. Right? Come on, like, it's, it's, it's setting the mood. It's, it's 1.30 in the morning, man. What's his name, the Adam Garrison Project? Sam Grisman Project. Oh, that was so close. The night is a hollow old log I'll put the their ad. Through a hazy fog. Such a hush. You can almost hear the color of the moonlight spill. At one point, they had three mandolins on the stage. Break in a day worth its weight and gold. It's a front row ticket mandos. to the matinee show. I've since been convinced there's no better way to go. Living on Sycamore Hill. Ready for it, Mike? Sycamore. 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 Sycamore Hill. Okay. That's great. Is that not fucking awesome? I'm, I'm actually more jealous of that than the, than the Grateful Dead shows. So I went and saw Sam Grisman on Saturday by myself. Little venue somewhere in San Francisco. Yes. Trippy. How many people there? 
500? That's it, eh? Maybe something like that. Isn't that great? I love a venue awesome. like that. I love awesome. a fucking... Weird, weird spot, though. I don't know if you know this, what San Francisco is, is that their 2 a.m. cutoff, nobody can be drinking alcohol at 2 a.m. You can't even be drinking. So they start, the stop serving at like 1.15, and it was the weirdest thing. You got to remember, set the mood. I'm pretty tripped out at this point. The girl comes up to a guy at 1.45, and she's like, chug it or give it to me right now. And I'm like, what'd this guy do? What, like... What? Like, I had no idea, right? And so I actually, like, took me about 10 minutes, and I stopped her. And I was like, hey, question. I'm from Canada. Don't really understand what happened right there. Can you explain it to me? And they said, yeah, like, if the liquor inspector walks in. And it's 2 a.m. and people are still drinking themselves. Yeah, they can't be drinking any alcohol at 2 a.m. That's how liberal that shit at places. I don't like even the liberal in me leaving when 2 a.m. hits in San Francisco. Fuck this place. Well, the funny part is, is that like you could basically shoot heroin in the streets and you steal. You could shoot heroin, rob a store and uh, break into a yeah. car. But you can't have a beer in your hand. I got ran up. So, so on Monday, <coughs> uh, you may have saw this on the Monday. You got ran up on? By the cops. Oh. So on Monday, I decided I wanted to go and take a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I don't know where I got it in my mind. I went on the internet or something. It was like, you know, a great view of the Golden Gate Bridge is this park. So I jumped on one of them bicycle things. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, the, right, yeah. the rent the bicycle. Sick. And I went to the park. And I got to the park and I looked at the bridge and it was like, it was way to fuck over there, dude. Like it was long gone. So I was like, ah, fuck it. And I had all my gear with was me. Was it Golden Gate Park Bridge? Uh, Golden Gate Bridge Park? I don't know, maybe. No, I was at Land's End, I think, is where I was. Nah, that's the other side. Anyway, so I started walking along the coast. So nice. And, bro, I, like, and I just kept eating mushrooms and walking. And anytime I got to one of those... Um, what are those, like, the old cannons? You know, like, the old cannons yeah, yeah, on that they, thing? They still sit there. I yeah, they're, they're all along that coast protecting that port, right, of from, course. like, the 1800s or whatever. I think they were active till World War II. So there was, like, a place to give me, like, some uh, some place to kind of, like, chill out for a bit, roll a blunt. I'd smoke a blunt, keep it rolling. So, like, four hours I'm walking out in the, the sun. I finally get to the, the bridge, and I put a Snacks World sticker on this, like, where all these other stickers are in one of those barracks or whatever it is. Yeah. And I would go to do, like, all right, I'm going to do the video. And I like, Snacks World sticker, Golden Gate Bridge, right fucking there. And as I go to do it, my phone dies. And I'm like, oh, man, what the fuck? Now you got no phone and you're just saying friends. I mean, no phone, no way to catch an Uber, nothing. So I go and I see this, like, portable. It was like a portable. So I walk up to it and I notice there's an outdoor outlet. So I grab, my, I grab my charger, and I start to charge my phone, and I'm not, dude, I'm not there for two minutes, man. My phone didn't even turn on yet. And you got to remember, I'm like whacked. a couple grams of shrooms deep. Yeah. I wouldn't say whacked at this point, given my weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe like, but I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, I'm having yeah. a good time. Frankly, you also don't want to have to deal with anybody else. And I hear, uh, hey, uh, what are you doing? And I get a tap on the shoulder, and I look up, and it's a San Francisco fucking police officer. And I got my phone in my hand like this, and I'm like, the outlet's right there. And I kind of just look at him. I'm, I'm tripped. And I'm like, and I look down at my phone, and I look at the outlet, and I look at him again. And I'm like, kind of like, like, dude, dude, I'm like, uh, like, is it that, is that, is that unobvious right now? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, charging. And I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to charge my phone. He goes, yeah. Can't do that here. 
Like, what you want? That's, there's people shooting fucking heroin in the middle of the street. You know what I mean? Like, and he goes, yeah, this is an IT building. They get really uh, upset if you do stuff like that. So you can't do that here. You're going to have to go over here. There's a welcome center, and they got a charging port. And I'm like, oh, sure. They're probably going to charge me to charge my phone. He goes, no, no, it's free, but uh, you got to get out of here. So at that point, I'm like, okay, cool, no worries. I pack up all my stuff because, like, again, I have all my gear. I still have the shrooms on me. I still got, like, but those are legal things in San Francisco, but not things I want to explain to anybody. (laughs) So I I go over. I'm sure if you told them that you were in San Fran for a a grateful day. I was in a dead shirt. So I go, I charge my phone, and I catch the uh, taxi, Uber, whatever, down. Did you go to the Welcome Center? Oh, yeah, yeah, I charge my phone there. Got enough charge to get the fuck out of Dodge. And that was the day I was going on the plane. So I ate the rest of the you, mushrooms. You did mushrooms before you went on a plane. I ate another two and a half grams before I went to the airport. Yeah. I hate you, dude. That's so crazy. That was fun. I am a seasoned high traveler, and I have never in my mind gone, dude, I should do shrooms and walk through the airport. I fucking hate international travel. Do you have a Nexus? No, I don't got a goddamn Nexus. Well, that's man. where you're slacking, bro. Bro, your boy reads. I got the secondary pat down high on shrooms. Oh my god! <laughs> I am such Whatever. a I don't want to talk to nobody when I'm high on any drug other than weed. If somebody like that came to talk to me high on shrooms, like I'm at the airport uh. and it's the secondary pat down, I'd be like, dude, you're not gonna believe this. Okay, when I was a kid, I kissed a goat because I was dared to. Because <laughs> like, buddy, you don't gotta. This is my deepest darkest secret, bro. So I had my boarding pass on my phone. And my phone was at like 4%. Damn. So I'm like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll just go to the counter, give my passport and say, hey, can I get a physical boarding pass? Well, I handed my passport to the guy and he started acting real weird. I guess he was new, but I didn't know that. And he was like typing in shit and it wasn't coming up. Yeah. And my passport wasn't scanning. And I don't know. My passport has nothing on it. Like, you know, the gold embossment on the front that says yeah. Canon shit? Mine's completely gone. And it's like kind of weathered because I travel a lot, right? But I gave Snack, him my fucking man. Nexus card. So it he's like, con- like one time. So this guy's super confused and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, get something. He's like, I call my manager. He's like, oh, yeah, we, uh, sir, I have a guy here and uh, he has a Canadian passport, but it's blank. And uh, he's trying to get a reprint of his boarding pass. And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Manager's coming. The manager comes over, looks at me again. I'm not in tie-dye at this point because I didn't travel in tie-dye. I had switched into a different shirt. But he looks at me and he goes, uh, he has a Nexus card. He can fly on that. I'm so sorry, sir. Let me just get this centered out right now. Here you go, sir. Have a great day. I'm really sorry about that. And then yeah. just starts like scolding the guy like, listen, like, bro. dude, buddy, this guy has a Nexus card. The whole point of a Nexus card is. He says to him, he goes, yeah, his password's well-traveled. Okay, let's get you out of here. Literally what I had said to him. So I, I have that where I'm like, okay, so you know, a little weird. So then I go to the Nexus line and there's nobody there. I put my stuff through and I walk through the metal thing, metal thing with no metal and it beeps. Damn. And they're like, oh, you need a secondary. I'm like, all right, whatever. So did I stand he, over. Did he wipe you? Did he swipe wipe you? No, no, no. They didn't do the drug wipe. But then he comes over and I'm like standing there like, all right, whatever. And he comes over and he just kind of goes, all right. Turn around. All right, man, you can go. So I just went straight to the bar, grabbed my double crown, and wait for my plane. This guy's high on mushrooms in San Francisco airport. Beautiful full, full, full airport, by the way. Beautiful airport. And they have this great chicken place. It's called Farm, uh, the Farmhouse. Wow. Did you get to eat there? No, I went and ate at a Mexican place. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, well, fantastic choices. They also have uh, an in and out at, at the fucking airport and stuff. But most importantly, 
I didn't eat in it the whole time. I, was in I don't want to ever talk to you ever again. <laughs> I was in California for four days, didn't eat in and out. I, I couldn't even be there for four hours. Dude, there's only one in and out in San Francisco. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life because that means it's rammed. And it's down in the tourist area in Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, yeah, it is there. I've actually seen that one. Fisherman's Wharf, if you ever yeah. if you haven't been there, worth the visit once. Fantastic place to get to see the sea lions. They yell at you. They smell like absolute ass. Do you want to go there and eat in and out though, if you no, don't have to? definitely not. in and out is best off a highway. In the middle of fucking nowhere, bro. In and out is, you know, in Northern California, they're everywhere. In Southern California, it's a little bit more sparse. LA, they're pretty everywhere too, but North Cal, they're, they're just, bro, every corner has an In and Out. Every corner has a Starbucks. Every corner has a Taiwanese cafe or Vietnamese cafe. Vietnamese, yeah. You ever been in a Vietnamese cafe? I had, I had Vietnamese food in Hi- Ashbury. I went to Hyde Ashbury, went to the Grateful Dead house, and had Vietnamese food. No, have you ever been to a Vietnamese coffee house? No, I don't think I have. Now what I'm trying to allude to here is it is a jerk-off spot? No. It is a topless bar. Not bar. It's a topless cafe where the girls are serving coffee 6 to 9 or 10. In the morning. In the morning. Topless. Topless. So it's like after hours, after hours. It's, it's where you go to, and, and it's just Vietnamese dudes. And this is a true story. Uh, wait, wait, whoa. You said it was Vietnamese chicks. Is it Vietnamese dudes or chicks? Chicks. Are but you sure? The place is loaded with dudes. Are you sure Older, that they're chicks? Yeah, they're babes. They're actually okay. American babes. They're not Vietnamese chicks. Okay. So they're American babes. They're, they're, okay. they're, they're strippers who don't want to work at night. They have kids, so they just take the morning shift or something. Swear to fucking God, bro. Okay. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, I swear to God. So this these cafes, man, we should call Scott right now. We should, can we? Do you want to call someone? Yeah. Okay, we can call someone. Yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, will they answer my phone? We'll try. Do you know the number? No, let's call him on Instagram. Oh, you call him on Instagram. Oh, Nick's calling. Oh, shit. Pick up. Can we? We can't say who Nick is. No, because, but we can pick up on Nick. But we can pick up on Nick. Okay. Because we already, you okay. know what I'm saying? Hi, uh, you really. Hey, uh, you're live on the air. <laughs> Snacks of Life podcast. Nick. Oh, shit. Uh, don't. Don't plug your brand or anything, cause that we don't. I mean, if you want to plug your brand, but I already said your first name, so it's up to you now. Oh, that's hilarious! Whatever, my first name. Everybody knows my first name. It's definitely euphoric on the phone ring. Let's go! Oh! We were, that was so funny. As the phone was ringing, we're like, "We don't. Should we say it or not?" And we were like, "Nah." We decided we're like, "Let's play it safe." And then as soon as you pick up, you're like, "Fuck that!" Euphoric <laughs> on the phone, bro. We're actually smoking yeah, euphoric we're, right now. We're, we're wow. smoking it right now. Yeah. Hey, oh, shit. I told that story about that time. Do you remember I randomly called you for hash at 10 o'clock at night? And then within like, at oh, like 10.30, yeah. we were already getting the hash. I was like, this guy's a hero, bro. In your hood too, bro. I know, Dundas. In his Dupont. own hood? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, in his hey, own hood. Dupont, Dundas, I'm not even going to lie. I grew up on, I grew up a minute from there on Lansdowne in Dupont. Yeah, bro. Bro, and we I were mean, in the... The poor childhood for sure right now. Dude, that is so fucking funny. I forgot that was in the hood. He's good a lot of places. I was saying earlier, bro, I said if if I if it's somebody that I take backstage with me someplace, they gotta be decent, man. They gotta be a good person. I don't I don't take people around with me. Yeah. We do it we do it proper. So what are you calling for, bro? Did you see that we were live? Yo, no, I didn't even know. This is insane. Shit. Yeah. We got we to do comedy shows again, man. It's been a minute. Bro, fuck. I'm doing a little pop-up one this week. I, I like that venue you have. Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing one at Planet. I don't, I don't know how, if, how's everything over there with you guys, but 
I know it's been a tough oh, summer. Oh, no, we're good. We're good. We're great. Yeah, I know but, it's... Um, I, I, I've been so, get my fucking liquid I, I, uh, I'm going to do the first ever mushroom infused dinner in September. I would love to have you guys a part of it. Holy shit, we were just... Bro, this has to be some sort of universal thing. We were just talking about mushrooms. We were just talking about me tripping on the mushrooms in San Francisco at the Dead Show. Yeah. And I said, God, bro, we're smoking your weed. We're talking about mushrooms, and you call, and you're like, hey, I'm doing a mushroom event. Love to have you guys there. Bro, I want to just come and experience it. I don't even know if I want to feel that feeling. Like, Shut I, your fucking mouth. Bro, you're going to get tripped out. I can't, I can't. No, no, it's not just going to be the trippy mushrooms. We're going to have, like, lion's mane, a whole, like... Chaka? Uh, Chaga? Yeah, man. An educational experience around all the mushrooms. Uh, just you, just kill my, you just killed my buzz now, Nick. I don't want to come anymore. And now my buzz just no, went no, up. I'm like, yes. <laughs> There's definitely the psychedelic ones, bro. We can't, we can't not have the psychedelic ones. No, on man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, and listen, this isn't against psychedelics. It's either I do, I do a quarter, or I can't do anything, or I microdose. Anything in between. Microdose, bro. Anything, yeah. Microdose has changed me. Most, it's the most uh, light, uh, lightning thing that you can really do right now. I'm it, not it, even it gonna lie, bro. It's life changing. <sighs> and first person that'll tell you is my girl. She'll tell you that, bro, I've lost almost all my internal anger. Where it's like, if I get angry, it's for something like that everybody would get angry for. Once upon a time, I used to have a lot of impulsive anger. And, bro, I swear to God, microdosing mushrooms has almost eliminated that completely. I can't yeah. do it, man. You I need to get like, high. Bro. No, it's not about getting no, high. It's shit. about background stuff. <sighs> Yo, it, it mends trauma in your brain, man. It's fucking crazy. It bro. is no, crazy. I, I, yeah, I, I I'm too in my head. So when I do too much, it, it teaches me a lesson, and I don't always want to learn that lesson. So no the microdosing is kind of where, where I want to go. Nick, no. speaking facts, bro. My I, brain I doesn't just, always want to learn that lesson, but you, when you microdose, it accepts it as the better choice. Maybe the problem is, is that my microdose is two grams. Maybe that's. Oh, no, see, that's not a microdose. That's a no, real bro, dose. Dude, that doesn't get me fucked up. Fuck it. Dose, bro. But, bro. You know, I'm looking to get when you microdose, like a point two, point four max. Max. Maybe a point six. You know. I've never but even it, done it, those yet. Know. I do point fours. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Little yeah. capsules. Well, they're you, sick. You can't go back to back, right? You have to stack it. So I, I go point six if I do like a one, two, one day, and then I have to go again the next day. Then I just stack it up to a point six. You know. Gang, gang. Damn. So you want to plug this event, or you don't have a date on it yet? Nah, uh, yeah, bro. It's still in the fucking works, but I want to, I want to make you guys a big part of it for sure. Cause, fuck, you guys are family, man. Oh, well, we appreciate you, Nick. We'll make sure that we throw your at. Bro, it's crazy that you're talking right now to us after we. I, and I swear to God, we we already we already pumped your tires before we, we even knew you were gonna be a guest. <laughs> We were so already fun. like, yeah, dog, you yeah. forks a G, bro. That guy's the man. That guy's had my back so many times. And now you're calling <laughs> us. I mean, like, I'd like to have you guys for dinner. I'm like, damn, people are going to think you know, this is fake. It's like the piece of gen thing. <laughs> Yo, this is totally planned. These guys, like, sent me a message earlier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, what a guy. <laughs> he actually paid us to say all those nice things earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys gotta help me like that, you know? Uh, <laughs> dude, hilarious. Holler at me when you guys are uh, free, for sure, for sure. Okay, Alright, man. Good. Well, we appreciate All you right. calling into the show, and uh, if you wanna, leave us a voicemail on the regular, man. The number's up there. Hit us up. Nah, fuck that, bro. Have me on the show. What do you mean? We need to do this on, like, a fucking proper, properly, you Mike know? is scared that if you come here, you're gonna make him eat mushrooms on the show. Oh, I think I should. I, I, Maybe I'll bring Roger. 
Uh, bro, I I mean at this point if we uh, like what 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 haven't we done on this show that we should do besides mushrooms? Tell me, bro. I I, I only want to do epic shit, so I want to do something trendsetting. <laughs> so when I come on, we got to do something special. Okay, okay. Well, it's got to be something special, bro. It's special, man. It'll definitely be special. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's a pleasure having you on, brother. Thank you very much for the Fuck. call. Yeah, dude. And uh, we'll the definitely chat. link up soon, man. Chat soon, guys. All right, peace out, homie. Well, that was interesting and and uh, totally unexpected. As much as it per- seems like it wasn't, it was fucking wild. That's insane. Um, I need to roll another blunt. I'm out. I know. I just, bu- dude, that got me so rowdy. I had to roll a joint. Can you uh, pass me some of that euphoric and I'll grind it up? What else has happened recently, man? I don't even know. I just, I might have to call my agent quick. You want to do that live? That'd be hilarious. I don't know if I can contractually. He's a very legit, he's such a legit dude. He'd be like, Mike, I cannot have this conversation. It wouldn't be our first cease and desist. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Actually, I think we've gotten like four at this point, which is so fucking funny. There's been a couple controversies. I'm gonna call my agent quick. You're gonna give him a call? Do you want me to like? How do you want to do this? Old school. Okay, uh, you're gonna say, "Yo, just like we're in the middle of the show." Hey. Yo, Morgs, we were doing the podcast, and I totally forgot to call you back. But let's lock down uh, rumors. Um, uh, the guys in the basement said it's cool. Well, okay. Let me just let me find out what it is. I'll get back to you just so to make sure that you want to do it right. Like, All right. Just, Except whatever it is, but what what were you doing in, in at the basement? Just like one show? Uh, two shows, um, and I think it was going to be seven fifty for the two shows, plus travel and hotel. Uh, Benji Rothman. He took that off the air there quick. You're the best, man. Answers fucking calls more often then. Uh, everything's cool. Well, yeah, everything's good to go. Whenever, whatever we need, whenever we need, whatever they need from us or whatever we need from them, they're cool. Civilian. All right, you're the best, man. All right, that call has been brought to you by Canamatch. That was a real call between me and my agent. Shout out! What's your agent's name? Give him a shout out. Just you always be talking on the podcast how you duck his calls, and then you decided in the middle of one that it was a no. This isn't the agent that I duck. No, no, this is my real agent. You have more than one agent. Who are you? Get smart. I have, and and uh, and everyone better buckle in for this. I have four agents, and they all work different parts of the industry. And if I was an American comic, I'd probably be a millionaire by now. But because I'm Canadian, I just make a living. Think about that. Is that because you uh, aren't doing what Lucas Espinola is doing? Which is unfucking believable, bro. Every fucking day, this guy's doing something crazier. Like I do crazy shit, and people are like, oh, you're crazy. I'm like fuck, man. He's like. Playing Tiffany Dominoes today? Did you see that? Tiffany fucking Dominoes? The fuck is that? That's some crazy shit. You know what? While you were talking about you asked me about Billy Strings. So we'll play a little Billy Strings. This was his performance from Bonnaroo. Sure to get us fucked, I'm sure, on some sort of level. 
Uh, let's put it on. It'll probably get us a copyright infringement, but whatever. Let's go into the, we'll just go hot into the middle of this. It's always goodbye. It's always farewell. From the astral down, beautiful day. God damn it. I'm over Drop right. my it's a crying shame. No Drop matter where I'm wrong, everything's the same. I burnt myself, I burnt the fucking carpet, and I dropped my blood, that's a first. Getting all excited for Billy Strings. Everything's the same. The hillbilly music goes on and I immediately get fucking rowdy, wow. Good thing this is leather. All right, Reitz. What do you want to, how was your fucking childhood home when you were in fucking Portugal, dude? We haven't really talked about it. We talked about you smuggling drugs in Portugal, but... Well, well, it's a big show. I stay in a house when I go to Portugal. Yeah. It's almost 150 years old. You told us that. Right. It's been in your family for a long time. Generation. How did it smell when you got there? Generation. Oh, man, I should have brought a shirt. Because uh, Kent, where I'm from, is an Oceanside town. And when I say Oceanside, I mean literally... Bro, every side's the ocean. Yeah, because it's an island. Like you're only, you're never more than five to ten kilometers away from the ocean. So, your boy reads. Everything smells like a beautiful salt, fresh. Bro, you, people don't even know where fresh air is until you go to some of these places in the world. Like I'm sure, I don't even know these little fucking bumfuck islands that just exist in the world. Azores is one of them. I'm very blessed to be from there. I really am. So I actually looked it up, and it's like it's it's off the coast quite a bit of it, I guess, eh? About mid-Newfoundland, mid-Portugal. Like, it's there, bro. Yeah, maybe, like... Maybe not mid-Newfoundland, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. in the middle of bumfuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's And they're tiny. I'm sure you had to zoom in if you were looking on a map. It was already zoomed in on the map for me. Crazy. Like, they had it in its Those own little little, uh, little little circle. Because they're just volcanoes, you know, that, that were in the middle of the ocean, but they were big enough to grow, like, vegetation on. So every plant that you see is not native to the Azores. It was brought on. Imagine, like, that sounds like my type of place where you're just like, I don't like people so much that I'm going to go build a whole entire society on a volcano. On uh, seven volcanoes that just make up one. They're, like, you, when you're driving around, you see the cones. The cones have been, like, so who, 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 who Who's the first person to colonize this shit? Like, who's the, like... So Portuguese uh, travelers looking for, like, South America and a, and a, and a path to the other part of the world. Just stumbled upon that they shit? They stumble upon it, and they realize, holy shit, this is great land. Like, we can use this in the middle of right. our travels right. to stop off. Yeah, get, catch some get, fish and get, shit. And, bro, and, yeah. stay for a month if we have to, and then continue on, you know? House and uh, heal and blah, 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 blah. What do they do? They get there. There's no plants. There's no nothing. It's just greenery, like grassy greenery just growing. No, like, dinosaurs or nothing. Nothing. It's just volcanic rock. Because I'd expect greenery. to have some dinosaurs, like Jurassic Park style. They also don't have a lot of trees for wood. So what so do they how do? So how do they eat? So they don't. They, lead, they don't. They plant trees all over the coast, and then they come back about a year later, and then they drop off, uh, like, uh, animals. They start dropping off, like, boatfuls of cows, boatfuls of pigs, boatfuls of chickens. In the trees. Just letting them live on the land. Go. Right. Go eat that grass. Go harvest. Go. We'll be back in two years. 
There'll be thousands of you guys if nobody's here to kill you guys. There's no predators. There's no nothing. They just have one island that's like this, like the animal island or something. No, they're all all seven of them are like that now. I'm sure it started off with one of them becoming like this. And that makes sense, right? Yeah. And huh. then they all so these so they come back a few years later. These these islands are infested with animals and they're full of trees, big hardy trees. Right. So now, now we got wood. Can, now we got wood. So now we can start building shit here. Now we can right. start bringing people here. And this is like the 1400s. Is there like some crazy architectural like? Uh, Stonehenge, Easter Island type shit there, like all kinds of weird, weird shit like caves that. and shit. Yeah, like, caves is a big one there. They have crazy caves, but because it's all volcanoes, what they have there is old craters that have filled in with rainwater, ancient rainwaters that have just slowly filled up these craters. Ancient oh. rainwater. It sounds like something Liquid Death would sell, dude. Ain't, yeah, it's strawberry ancient water, dude. <laughs> Straight from the Azores. You see those pictures I posted with those big lagoons, like those big, like. Uh, Whatever. I posted mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures of mm-hmm. watery lagoons. Those lagoons are the tops of the volcanoes, and they're just covered up and they're filled in. So when you go there, bro, you're like, you're like, I'm at the top of a volcano looking into it, and it's just a forest now, like it's completely grown over to the point. But they still have it's still hot. There's still openings. Wait, wait, wait. The, okay, so on that point, these motherfuckers ever erupt? Yeah, sometimes, but not not, not like not magma eruptions, like geysers. Did you ever hear about that? There was a, I think I watched it on a plane or something. There was a, a, a Netflix documentary about one of the only volcanoes that you could go to in the world that was like active and had like lava like rivers on it. Yeah. And it was like tourists. And then one day, like, I don't know, maybe like 2006 or something. It they just went fucking, off. Yeah. And there's people on the yeah, island, bro, yeah, when it, it fucking went off. The video of, there's actually a video of it. And yeah. It's fucking unfathomable <laughs> amounts of fear. That I would feel, you're like, this is it. I'm going to melt to death. Magma's going to land on me. It's going to melt through me because it's so fucking hot. The dude that what he was explaining is exactly what I thought. He's like, I just ran to the water. And he, like, jumped into the water and just stayed below the water because it was coming out of the air. Chunks of rock and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, it's and spews. Spews. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he, he saved himself by jumping into the fucking water. People got bro. murked. A lot of people died, man. I remember watching the, I remember watching the documentary and thinking, I'm never fucking going to a volcano. And you live on one. Yeah, yeah. My all my ancestors. I'll do mushrooms before the airport, bro. I'm not living on a vacation. Years they live on volcanoes. So the last Gangsters. real eruption happened like a f- hundreds of years ago, like three, four hundred years to the point where like it blackened up the sky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like magma poured into the ocean. New land was formed. Like they Portuguese people were like sick. New land, bro. Beaches. Bro, we have black sand beaches in Portugal, where I'm from. Black sand, like uh, like lava stone, right? Lava pumice, whatever the fuck you want to right. call it, lava rock that's just been beat up through the years. It comes out black, obviously. Does it make good castles? Um, no, but it doesn't even it doesn't stick like that, like what you would think it would stick like. That's no good then. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's hard. So, what was the present you brought back for your daughter from Portugal? Are you like, do you do that? Like, I bring my kid back. Stuff when I travel. I brought my kid back. <coughs> 50 of the chocolates she likes so much. 50? 50. 5-0. 5-0. <coughs> like, how big are these chocolates we're talking? They're little chocolate umbrellas. Have you ever seen them in little Portuguese stores? Little chocolate umbrellas? Uh, I don't think so. Imagine an umbrella closed. It's like yeah. a little triangle shape. And on the bottom, it's got... So you just hold it, you just see a little chocolate umbrella. Did they stop you in the customs? Like, sir, what the fuck's what up? What the fuck's with your 50 chocolate umbrellas, asshole? No, it, this is the uh, the irony of it. She ate about 35, and now she's sick of them. She'll come back. 
That's what they're waiting. Uh, She'll be back. They're waiting. They're waiting for like those cold winter days where she's like, is your chocolate in the house? I'd be like, you're not going to believe it. I got chocolate on brother. She's like, I missed these. What happened? Like, Nothing, man. You weren't, you didn't eat so many that you were sick of them. <laughs> I got so many of them because I just bought a box and a box came 50 in a box. Yeah. Right. So I just bought the whole fucking box. There you go. Really? Snacks. So you brought your daughter back snacks. I also brought us some snacks too. I forgot them this week because I, I, vanilla Oreos are huge there. I kept taking pictures and sending you to Oreos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oreos are huge in Portugal. You also went and did a fucking snack review and then didn't tag our podcast. What was with that? I'm a moron. I am an absolute moron. I send this guy content left and right. Never posts it. And the problem is, most days I sit at home and I'm like, I, I'd love some content to post. I just, I have this thing that like. There's something up there that like it's your secret vendetta or something like you're like I oh. have a, I have a crazy vendettas against people. Stacks Life podcast is not one of them. <laughs> I, I I have vendettas against people who harm who harm. Who I like purposely me at, like eighteen. I purposely like find like the good mic cuts. Like I purposely find the like the mic where I'm like that's perfect mic. The problem is too my inbox is a fucking disaster zone. So you all send me a clip. Within three days, it'll be so far buried down. Shut the fuck up! Oh God, this guy is so full of shit. Oh my god! Did you? Did we talk today already on Instagram? I don't know, man. Let's see how far. I down. hate you. I hate you on every man. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm right back to episode two where I feel like I need to get a carrier pigeon. Yes. This is just today. This is just today, bro. You're talking. I, I could do the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Snacks. Look at this. Oh, there you are, actually. You're not even that far down today. See? You know, clicking that. You know how you, you, know, you want to know a little secret? Check this out. If you go here, right, and then you click here, up right here comes all the fucking shit that I've sent you that you fucking post. I even went as far as... What did you click on right now? I don't know. There's a bunch click, of shit. Click on that again. Right there. Just your name? I'm showing, I'm showing Rita Instagram. Hey, Mike, Rita. Bro, you, there <laughs> are, like, hundreds of posts here. Yeah, it's all the fucking content that I've sent you and shit. I've tagged you in, I've sent to you. Like Why? when I made you your fall tour fucking poster. Way to go, snacks. Right? I forgot about that. We should have talked about that. What, what, with the naked people on Hyde Ashbury? If you're ever going to get a picture on Hyde and Ashbury. It's got to be with naked people, right? Is it Hyde or Hyatt? I think it depends on the dialect you're using. Hyatt. 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 Hot it's height, height, Ashbury. Height and Ashbury. Height and Ashbury. Yes, the corner. People I were mean, stealing the signs during the weekend when I was there. I don't like right in the middle of the day. Fucking stealing the signs. You want to know something funny about San Francisco too? They locked the locks. Yeah, I had to go get a lock crazy. for the for the for the hostel, and the lock was locked. I'm sitting in, a, in like the pharmacy, and I'm like, Who'd you have to wait for? Wait for like a rando dude to come over and unlock it and then walk me to the register to pay for my lock. Some places you have to pay for your gas first. I don't know. It is what it is, really. That happened in Portugal once. You had to pay for your gas first? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the American thing. You have to pay ahead of time. I'm trying to. You and I have sent so much shit to each other. This is cool. <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind, bro. I'm like, how? How have I never fucking so, clicked on somebody's name? How close were the translations for your late night? Were you guys actually talking about M&Ms? No. That makes it so much funnier, dude. 
Dude. Because, like, I, honest to God, all I did was take the audio and just use the thing to, like, auto-translate it to, from Portuguese to English. And I'm pretty sure none of it was nothing about what you're talking about. And then when I did the Portuguese subtitles for us talking, it was completely different, too. Dude. But it's fun, right? I'm tripping out. Why have I never clicked on somebody's name? Well, Mike. But it doesn't show you anything to click. You, you just have to kind of. You just got to know. It's a secret, Mike. It's a secret. Now you're in it. In secret society. Does it happen for everybody? Yeah. It happens for everybody. It happens for everybody, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, Snack Man just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the people. I'm like, man, I've sent messages to some of my friends for like hundreds of years on this stupid app. You want to? You want to know something crazier? You want to know something crazier? What? Check this out. Okay, go to your go to your profile. Oh shit! Okay, go back. I'm gonna show you something even crazier. Go to your profile. Go up here, right? And go right here. Would you click archive? Archive. Now pick a date in history. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what do you what do you, you want to do? Let's try, Where? what were you doing on Christmas? Let's, what were you doing on, and you didn't post. Let's see. This is the 30th of December, 2020. Oh, your cat loves Star Wars. You were watching Star Wars with your cat. I love Charlie. Charlie's a little baby here. And you want to know something? I was really tough on Charlie when she was a, a little, like not a baby cat, but that those teenage years of, of a cat. And anybody who owns a cat knows. Teenage cat years? Dude. Because they're fucking mental. You were you were tough on her, and you regret it. Yeah. Have because, you ever told her? Yeah. I. Oh my god. Yeah. Bro, me and my cat Charlie now that she's an adult like this. I'm one of those parents. We had like, you on the show crying when you were talking about the time she went away in the winter. Bro, I thought she was dead. And it, I can still hear the meows as if she's approaching my house. Um, just so happy to be alive. But listen, Charlie. When she was a teenage cat. Now, when she was a kitten. When she was a kitten, she was fucking 10 out of 10. Now, is the cat years like dog years? Yeah, yeah. Theirs is like also super sped up. So, <clears throat> so we're talking like a, a teenage cat is like a two-year-old cat. A two-year-old cat, maybe a year and a half old cat. Okay. The problem okay. with Charlie was, and I, had, I didn't know this at the time, Charlie w needed to go out. Some cats don't care for the outside, and yeah. some cats long for the outside all she wanted was to be free that's right so what did it, charlie was wrecking up windows charlie was always trying to sneak outdoors charlie was trying to give me every signal she could possibly give me to be like i need to go outside let me be a cat let me be a fucking cat i'm not and charlie by the way was a barn cat so i wouldn't let her go out i would yell at my cat like you fucking cat get the fuck and shoo her smack her in her little cat butt to get her off the windowsill she, she would run and she would hiss and hide and I'd be like, fuck this cat. She was so great when she was little. Now she's a bitch. I didn't understand until one day I was on the road and she got out. And uh, Danielle goes, Charlie got out today. I go, Charlie fucking escaped. She's never coming back. And she's like, I know. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, oh, I told you never to let the cat out. She's a nut. I didn't realize she wasn't a nut to go outside. She had instincts. Mike. That's right. She just wanted to go outside to live her life. Bitch came back the next day. Next day, and she's gone back. out every day of her Very life since, except day. for a couple times in the winter where she stayed out for fucking like two days in the winter. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. Okay, came back. Charlie's gone out every day and come back. Sometimes she goes out like five times a day and comes back five times a day. Sits at my window. I have a couch on the other side of the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the living room. Yeah, you've been there, right? Yeah. You remember? And she's 
This is my impression of my cat at my window. Like that. She's not meowing. She's frowning. I'd say that's an accurate impression. There was one more phone, one more phone call that we should do. Let's do it because we're about to. I think, are we almost ending this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was really just like supposed to be a catch up, up, a catch up episode where we talked about like the things that happened since you've been gone, Mike. I went and saw the Grateful Dead, Dead and Company. I went and saw Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Was that good? It was good. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg doesn't seem like a good performer to me. No rappers are good performers. Let's be realistic. I'll have one. I have one for you. Okay. Method Man. Method Man puts on a show. That's true. But I mean, even then still, like, they're not the same as... Even a John Fogarty who's a 70-year-old man. Rappers just don't have the same... They just don't got it. No. Um, I went and saw 50 Cent. Did, he, the, did he have it? See, the problem with 50 Cent for me is, is 50 Cent has that issue of... A, most of the songs that you like of 50 Cent feature somebody besides 50 Cent. That's right. So you have to bring the rest of rap with you for your show to be complete. Yeah, or, or it's just some guy in the background. Or you only do a minute 15 of every song, which is the case with 50 Cent. Is that what he does? Pretty much. So as soon as you're like, you kind of are like, oh yeah, this, like, you know, and people are starting to groove to the song, he blends it into another song. And it, <laughs> he does that little DJ spin. Yeah, down. and like, and the other thing is, is that 50 Cent was in the era of like, he had a lot of club remixes and stuff like that. So a lot of the originals aren't as good as the club remix. Correct, sir. 50 Cent overrated. Tour was not as good. And I mean, this is coming from Toronto Concert Who Guy. Who was his opening at, at Toronto Concert Guy. Uh, now, this is a big one. And it was good. Again, not a rapper Busta that you expect. Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, of course, is awesome. Oh, yeah! I forgot 50 Cent's opening act. It was Busta. And the opening act for Busta was the first time ever in Toronto. Bitch! Too short. Oh, wow. The very first time Too Short has ever actually performed in lineup. Toronto. Yeah. So, so again, like, it wasn't that it was a bad show. Just 50 Cent. I, there was a lot of stage. He had a great theatrics. I know. I've seen it. You know, like, there was a lot going on. But the music was less than desired, we'll say. Yo, Busta Rhymes. Busta always oh, brings the Busta fucking. Busta does an hour now. Nah, and, and like Busta, he did the same thing too. Like Busta has that same type of issue where like he doesn't do, I don't think, a single song in its entirety. You know what? That's crazy that somebody that talented, and of course they're a headliner in their own respect, isn't yeah. a headliner. Well, Busta couldn't, I don't think, sell Bud Stage on his own. No way. But he is the perfect person to put with 50 Cent. To sell a venue, any venue of any size. I think Ludacris could, and he didn't this year for some reason. Ludacris opened for Janet Jackson. I know, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think Ludacris could sell Bud Stage as a headliner on his own without a really good opening act. And the reason I say that is, is I don't <coughs> think Snoop Dogg can sell Bud Stage on his own without a really good opening act. Because he he is whiz. Once you see Snoop, once you see him, you're good. I've definitely seen Snoop multiple times, and that is a very true statement that it, it doesn't change very much. No, man. Anytime I think, no. Danielle once was like, should we go watch 50? It was, it was that show. Should we go watch 15? I was like, no. I don't think he's going to be a good performer. I, I told her, I think I've seen the best rap performance of all time, and it was Wu-Tang Clan when their comeback tour years ago. You're talking about the one that was at, the, cool at, Rebel, at Rebel? Rebel. At Rebel, yeah, Rebel. The Hexo party. That's right. Yeah, it was the only, I had a, I had a booth side stage. It was the only time they all showed up. 
Yeah, they all showed up. Method yeah. Man did the crowd stomp. Did we talk yeah. about this on the show? Yeah, yet? we have, yeah. And you know what? Wu-Tang Clan is going back on tour with Nas, and they're doing Scotiabank Arena, which is a big, big, big spot Bro, for them. Yeah. And apparently the money's right. I think Method Man's going to show up for that tour. There's a lot of in, internal long-term shit with Wu-Tang, right? Always. Um, but uh, YDB, yeah. He is like officially in Wu Tang now and has taken his father's spot. Like young dirty bastard. Young dirty bastard looks like hey. his dad. He does his best. Uh, you know, uh, like how, the, how, how, how like how, how, like how some of the people do the Bob Marley impression. He, he does the ODB impression. Let's get to this last call All because right. I want to know your opinion on it before we. we what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a good one. It's unhinged. It's oh, it's completely unhinged. Jump Max, See? Rita, it's Brian Kudo. How you guys doing? I've been off the grid a little bit, but uh, thank God I've been watching some of the old, uh, some of the old bits you guys did. So hope everything's good. Hope you guys are good, and uh, I'll see you guys when I uh, when I see you. So uh, just, that's, that's no, no. There's more, but I just want to get it out of the like. Was there any doubt that that was cocaine, Brian? No. Like, did he have to introduce, like, it's Brian Kudo, like, we know who you, like, you know what I mean? He came in like a thunderbolt, bro. Bro, it, it, the, he had the, the generational pause where he was, like, waiting for the camera to kick in. Uh, okay, we'll continue with the rest did of this. Did we ever get a message back from the guys? Uh, Hold up, I got some crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I've been doing some little routines, and since nobody knows who Mike Rita is here, buddy, I've been killing it. I did the Mandingo joke, they went insane. So, Mikey, your shit works. Your shit works, Mikey. I guess I owe you some money now. Anyways, uh, you guys take it easy. Yeah, well, I, I actually, yeah, I'm doing, like, stand-up stuff over here. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, they're loving it. So, anyways, uh, you guys take care. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Peace. Did he say he's doing my bits at the hospital? Um, he didn't say anything about the hospital. You were talking about the hospital. Yeah, because he's in the hospital right now. That's why he's off the grid. Yeah, like he he mentioned something about he he developed an allergy to concrete, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard to say that you don't want to be Portuguese anymore. That is the it is the weirdest way to say that I'm denouncing my Portuguese heritage, isn't I'm, it? I'm ripping off my Portuguese heritage, and I want to be something. I'm Canadian now, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. Have you heard? Did you see his skin and shit? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's right. You know what it was? It was that he had to come on his sleeves. <laughs> see? Beck knew. Beck knew. Beck knew ahead this of time. This guy's a Jew, and I don't want to be with you because I'm iffy about Jews. Uh, That's not my song. On the, on, on the side note about that anti Semitism, Mike, <laughs> did you see that Adidas is selling Yeezys again? Well done, because uh, he makes a lot of money. They, they literally said, well, we can't not sell these. It'll, it'll tank the company. They have to sell those easy. They have to sell them. That happened, I think, when we were away, too. Anyway, this has been the come the comeback episode. It was a chill episode, you fuck nuts. Yeah, man, we were just trying to bring you up to speed on life and everything that happened, and that wasn't even really half of it. There was so much more shit that happened. There was lots of stuff. We in the got news high, and, stuff. and now we get by. I smoked three blunts in an hour and fifteen minutes. You're out of control. I smoked a blunt before you got here. 
Snack man. All right. Man of the snacks. Anything you want to plug? Hey, we're going to be out in Vancouver September oh, yeah. 1st, the 4-2 Live. Mike Reed is going to perform. I'm probably, I'm, I'm, can I open for you? Can I do a five? Yeah, that would be hilarious. I would should I do five? Would not care. I think that would be hilarious. I think I should, I think I should prepare five. You know, it'd be better if I didn't prepare anything. Eh. Would that be the true test? Like if I didn't prepare anything and killed, would that be the true test? There's something really important going on, apparently. I'm sorry, guys. My agent keeps messaging me, and, now, and then I got lost on Instagram. True story. That's, uh, that's his way of saying shut the fuck up, snacks. Snack, man. The episode's done. Stay, in your, stay in your lane, snacks. Snacks, you can definitely open up for me, man. I forgot what we were talking about, and now I remember. So do you think I should prepare some of my material, or do you think you I should wing it? You have to think of three stories that you'd like to tell, and then think about how you're going to get from A to Z. That's, that's how I do it. That's how stand-up comedy works. That's how this podcast works every <laughs> fucking week. All right, folks, here you go. Yeah, you guys know our fucking secret now. You take them both and there you have The snacks of life. The snacks of life. There's a time you gotta go. We didn't eat any fucking snacks. The snacks of life. The snacks of life. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has gone off the rails. I want to thank our guest, the chewy chocolate chip dough that sat on the table the whole time. Our host, the snack man. And thank you to Canamatch.ca. Canamatch.ca. Are you looking to fuck? So are we. Canamatch.ca. Are you looking for someone with a little bit of more funk in their skunk? Ooh. Canamatch.ca. Boom. We'll see you next week, people. Peace.